Welcome to Wisconsin in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. Previously this week, the only debate between two candidates for the Wisconsin Supreme Court was conducted. This is a closely watched race throughout the nation, and it's the most expensive expensive Supreme Court race in the nation's history, approaching $30 million by some estimations. Joining me today to talk about the debate and its ramification for Wisconsinites and perhaps maybe the nation at large is the Center Square Wisconsin correspondent, Benjamin Yount. Let's begin by answering the questions, Ben. Who are the players? How do you pronounce their names? And what's at stake in Wisconsin? And why does the rest of the country seem to care so much about this race? Well, you you pronounce the last name Kelly, as in oh, Dan Kelly. Okay, as an Irishman, I should have known that. Yes, both both good Irish names here. Uh, no, this is Janet Protasewicz, and she had one of her first commercials was actually really cute because it went around to various women that I'm sure were, were part of her campaign and said, how do you say Protasewicz? And they would show it and everyone would get it wrong, Prasakachuchuich, and, and then eventually it was, you know, Pro to say which, and everybody realized how to pronounce it. Maybe not spell it. I, I copy and paste it and then put it back into the copy every time. I don't think I've actually spelled out pro to say which in probably <laughs> six months. Uh, just, just a little bit of the behind the scenes with, with, with Ben. But this is, this is a race between a liberal judge from Milwaukee, Janet pro to say which, and a conservative former Supreme Court justice in Dan Kelly. Kelly was appointed to the court by then Governor Walker, served four years, lost a reelection bid back in 2020, Wisconsin's former most expensive race. And it was a turnout election. He lost. He, he, had, he got more votes than any other Supreme Court justice up until that point. The only person who got more was in that election in his opponent. But this is this is seen as a proxy race over abortion. And there are lots of other questions and we can talk about Act 10 and school choice and the balance of power between the executive and the legislative. But this race has become a proxy for abortion. Judge Janet, as she calls herself in all of her commercials, has made it clear that she is going to be a vote to overturn Wisconsin's 1849 abortion law. Wisconsin is one of the 20-something states across the country that, after the Dobbs decision, which struck down Roe v. Wade, went back to the old abortion laws. And Wisconsin's abortion law is really old, back to 1849. And it says only in cases where the health of the mother is in question. No exemptions for rape, incest, no opportunity outside of that. And Protasewicz, Judge Janet, her campaign has been very clear about her personal values that she believes women have the right to decide for themselves. Kelly, who is as strict a constitutionalist as you will find in Wisconsin on the court or not, has said, look, these are issues for the legislature. He is very clear that political issues are not what the court deals in. The court only deals in issues of the law. And when it comes to Wisconsin's abortion law, that means is a law null and void simply because it is old or simply because people don't like it. He's been very clear that if Democrats, if liberals, if pro-abortion, pro-abortion access supporters want to change Wisconsin's law, they should go to the legislature first and not go to the court. Because we have seen abortion become front and center of national politics, particularly on the left, there's been an awful lot of money spent. You talked a little bit about the cost of this race. 
there's one report that looks at the actual filed financials, what we know has been spent. The Wisconsin Democracy Campaign came out with a $20 million price tag earlier this week. The folks over at WizPolitics, which is the inside blog here in Wisconsin, they're sort of tracking more real-time spending. They've got a $30 million price tag. Either way, it's an incredible amount of money, almost all of it coming from outside, either outside issue advocacy groups or outside the state of Wisconsin. Something like 90 plus percent of Protosay, which is money, has come from donors who don't live in the state of Wisconsin. Now, this is not uncommon. Democrats from around the country often raise money for races that aren't in their state. But if you want to know why this is the most watched Supreme Court race in the country this spring, it is because of abortion. But it's also because Wisconsin is a constant battleground state and with election integrity, possibly on the ballot with the Supreme Court or with the Wisconsin political maps possibly coming up before the court. There are a lot of people who say how this goes, how this race goes could determine who wins this race for governor, who who wins this state when it comes to the presidential election, who wins Wisconsin going forward for the next 10 years. So there are a lot of things at stake here. And, you know, when something is important to both sides politically, we have seen time and time again that there is no shortage of money. On a side note, I don't want to belabor this, but I would be remiss if I did not bring up the allegations against Judge Protosevich that she abused her former husband, who is now deceased, who was considerably older than than she. So fill us in. Um, and I, I can't ask you if there is any veracity to these allegations, but what does Judge Kelly, has he weighed in on this at all? We have not heard much if anything, nothing that, that that came across my desk, my Twitter feed, my anything I haven't heard. And I talk to the Kelly people quite often. I, I This is a story that started with a conservative news website a place called Wisconsin Right Now. And they found Protosay, which is former stepson. And they spoke to him on camera, on video. The videos are out there for a while. And this was not just a real quick walk and talk kind of interview. It was a sit down. And and he relayed the story that Judge Janet, who was about a decade ago, much younger, married to his much older father, she would, according to the stepson, drink too much, get angry and smack her former husband around. And this was not a one time thing. Wisconsin right now found other family members who also talked about protese, which is poor treatment of their father, same guy. There is another story over at Wisconsin right now where they have multiple sources, the stepson and another man who say they heard Protosay, which use the N word during conversations when she was with the Milwaukee County DA's office. Now, Protosay, which sat down with the editorial board at the state at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and she denied up and down both of the claims said, no, that that's not true. She said it's pretty much political. She also talked a little bit about suing over the story, but whether there's a liable case there is probably unlikely. This is interesting because this week there was the first and only debate between the two, and she wasn't asked about the claims then. Most media outlets here in Wisconsin, the Center Square included, didn't pick this story up until Judge Janet started talking about it, because this is one of these ones where 
because I didn't do the journalism. I didn't go and talk to the stepson. I never was able to pin down Judge Janet on this. A lot of people didn't want to run with someone else's claims. Now that she has addressed it, it does open this up. But here's part of the rub. And this is part of the strategy with a question mark of having the single debate when they did. Early voting has already begun. It started on Tuesday, the same day as the debate. So anything that happens now, any stories that come out, any change in the race, you already have thousands of people who've already cast their ballots. And for Democrats in the state, that almost assuredly means voting for Judge Janet. So this is a story that is not unsubstantiated. It is not a wild rumor. It is not a, well, I mean, did you did you hear that this is what? No, it, this is a story that has some journalism behind it, but it was broken in in the legacy media, we'll say, so late that I don't know that it's going to do anything for the race. This is going to be a race because it is a statewide race in Wisconsin. It's going to come down to turnout. Benjamin Yount is a contributor for the Center Square in Wisconsin. And listeners can keep up with the story and more at thecentersquare.com for more stories by Benjamin Yount. This is Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. Please subscribe and thank you for listening. Freedom and liberty are important to all of us. If you're looking for civil, intellectual conversations with those shaping the future of freedom, try the Future of Freedom podcast with me, Scott Bertram. We speak with leaders across the country in the greater conservative and libertarian movements. In-depth conversations about where the next intellectual battles will happen across the country. It's the Future of Freedom podcast. Find it at americastalking.com or wherever you get your podcasts.